So it's interesting how when we get scared, I think we tend to hold on to things. Uh, anyone been to the grocery store in the last few weeks? The only other time I can remember seeing shelves bare in these stores that are kind of the signs of abundance in modern life uh, are for hurricanes. And yet now you walk down certain aisles and you can't find anything. Don't even go check the toilet paper aisle because you know you won't find anything there either. When we get scared, I think we tend to default into this mode of operating from a place of scarcity uh, rather than abundance. There's some of that happening in our story today. The disciples have been out on the boat fishing all day with Jesus. They come back and they're a little sunburnt. They're probably a lot hungry, but they don't come back to an empty seashore. They come back to the shore that is full of people. It's a problem for Jesus where everywhere he goes in some of the gospels, large crowds tend to follow him. We can almost hear the disciples' frustration, I think, because they're thinking to themselves, great, we're back on land, let's sit down, have some dinner, and go to sleep. But Jesus, it says, has compassion on these crowds. He teaches them. He spends time with them. And when the hour gets late, the disciples do what many of us, I think, would do in this situation as well. They check their watches and they tell Jesus, all right, let's send everyone home. It's time to eat. And as they peek into their basket, they see five loaves and two fish. There's no way they can share this with anyone outside of their small group. So Jesus, help us out. Send everyone home so that we can eat from what we have. But Jesus doesn't see things quite that way. Jesus operates with this entirely different mindset, a lanyap mindset, you might say. Because where the disciples, where we see scarcity, Jesus sees abundance. Where we worry we might not have enough, Jesus, Jesus sees that there is a little extra. Where we are worried that we might not be able to feed even ourselves, Jesus says, all will be fed. There's this incredible story that has stuck with me for some time that the Quaker theologian, philosopher, writer, Parker Palmer once told. He was on a flight heading to Denver and everyone got on the plane. You remember planes when we would fly places? That will be back soon, we hope. Parker got on this plane and the plane pulled away from the gate, uh, but instead of heading to the end of the runway, it did that dreaded thing that many of us, I'm sure, uh, on more than one occasion have had happen. It went to some far-flung remote corner of the airport. It parked and the engines wound down and the collective groan rose from all the seats in the cabin. The pilot came on and he said, well, I have bad news and I have very bad news. The bad news is there's a huge storm front that has shut in Denver. There's no way we're going to be getting there anytime soon. We'll probably park here for the next few hours because our gate we just left has already been filled. And then he said the very bad news, though, is that it is lunchtime and we don't have any food. You could hear, Parker remembers, the anger 
and the collective disappointment well up almost instantly when that announcement was made. But no sooner had the pilot finished talking to the cabin than a flight attendant came on over the mic system. And she began by saying, listen, I know many of you are disappointed by this news and we are disappointed too. And I know many of you are hungry because some of you were probably planning nice lunches when you got to Denver. Some of you maybe have medical issues and you have to eat. Some of you really don't care and some of you probably could use a missed meal. So here's what we're gonna do, she said. We have some bread baskets up here and we're gonna start passing them around through the cabin. Now, I imagine some of you have some, some snacks, some chocolate bars, peanuts. Maybe some of you brought lunch on board. Some of you maybe uh, don't have food that you can share. So I want you to put something else in the basket as it comes by. A business card, a picture of your family, whatever it is you have. Let's all put something in the basket. And once the baskets come back to the front, uh, the flight attendants, we're going to distribute them uh, back through the cabin in reverse. And we want you to take whatever it is you need. Now, I want to read for you what happened next. Parker writes about it so eloquently. He says that as soon as the baskets began going through back through the cabin, what happened was amazing. The griping stopped, he says. People started to root around in pockets and handbags. Some got op up and opened their suitcases stored in the overhead luggage and got boxes out of candy, of salami, a bottle of wine. People were laughing and talking. This flight attendant, she said, or rather Parker says, had transformed a group of people who were focused on need and deprivation into a community, a community of sharing and of celebration. This flight attendant, he remembers, had transformed scarcity into a kind of abundance. When the flight eventually made it to Denver, Parker was getting off the plane and he found that flight attendant in the terminal and he said to her, you know there's a story in the Bible about what you did today, about Jesus feeding 5,000 with just a few loaves and a couple fish. And the flight attendant said to him, yeah, I know that story. That's why I did what I did. Transform a community from this mindset of scarcity into celebration. To release this group of people from their fear and rather recognize their abundance. This story is about how God's grace always comes to us a little extra. It is this extra gift given on top of whatever we already have. And the price for it is nothing. Lanyap, such a funny word, and yet one that seems so applicable to where we are today. Because I wonder what a church that practices lanyap might look like. 
it's the main reason I wanted us to do this devotional today in this hunger action team room. This is just one ministry of many in our church and in churches like ours that I think put into practice this land yap mentality. A church that seeks to recognize that, that we have enough. So what can we do a little extra for others? You know, as you look around uh, every time the Hunger Action Team uh, goes out and collects uh, all of these goods over time, each individual thing doesn't seem like much. A can of spaghetti sauce, some tuna, some chicken. But when you put it together in these boxes and you deliver it to families who really might not have enough in their pantries, I think it delivers to them the love of God. It comes to them as a little extra. It comes to them as a gift for which others are asking nothing in return. Friends, there's a lot of fear in our own lives and in our world. And to be sure, some of it is well-founded. This is a serious virus, and this is the reason that we are visiting this way today and in the coming weeks by video and not in person because it's just not safe for us to gather together in groups. And yet I wonder to myself where those places might be, even in our distance, that we can deliver a little extra to one another. What are those ways and those things that, that we can do to share God's grace, to live from this place of trusting that we have enough and that God will provide so that others too might know what it is to have enough. Maybe it's going to the grocery store this week and just grabbing one extra thing of, of peanut butter, or if you're lucky enough to find a thing of toilet paper and they'll let you take one or two of those rolls out and share them with someone else. Maybe it's offering up a prayer this week for someone you know is in need, someone who's sick, someone who is afraid. What are those places? Where are those things where we can be the person behind the counter who says, you know, I have a little bit extra here and I want to share it with you. Because when we do those acts, no matter how big, no matter how small, what we are sharing is the love of Jesus Christ. What we are sharing is the grace of our Father in heaven. So friends, the invitation for us this week is to be a Lanyap people, to be people who trust that whatever it is we have is enough, that even if we run low or God forbid run out, there are those around us who God will and can work through to give us what we need, to provide for us in whatever way it is we need to be provided for. God, let, or friends, let us be a people who trust in God's grace. God's grace that looks into the basket and says, there's enough. All will be fed. Friends, may we be fed by that good news this day and in every day to come. Amen.